Hello and welcome to a special and relatively short episode of the Team Guru podcast. This is not an episode where I interview a guest, but instead some insight into my brand new project. It's called Your Story Pod. It's all about helping people tell their life story, recording it in beautiful audio for their family to keep forever. When we get to a certain age, usually a number with a four at the front, many of us start getting a bit more interested in family history. All those stories our grandparents and parents tried to tell us when we were young, stories we, or at least I, paid little to no attention to. They start becoming more important to us at some point in life. A sense of where we came from, our real family history, it grows in significance. If we're lucky, there's still a few members of the older generations left in our family and we start to pick their brain, to ask all the questions we have about our past, their past, and the members of our family who came before us. And in the rarest of families, some diligent soul from generations past wrote the story of their life down in a book or a journal for future humans to peruse. But most of us aren't that lucky. For most families, the stories that describe their past fade and eventually evaporate as the years tick by. So I've decided to do something about it. Your Story Pod was born really a few years ago. A listener to this podcast wrote to me and said, I love the way you interview guests and I wondered if you'd interview my dad to get his life story while he's still around. So I did and the result was amazing. It was an incredible experience for me, for the dad I interviewed and for his whole family who got to listen to a version of his life his story in a way they'd never heard before. Being an outsider, someone who has not grown up listening to the snippets of stories and experiences, gave me a fresh perspective, a way of asking questions that drew out new information. I've never heard Dad talk about half the stuff he told you, came the feedback from that first family. It was amazing. That family was so grateful they'd secured a piece of their past in an audio file that they and their children and their children's children can keep forever. Word spread and a few more requests came in. And before long, it was obvious there was an appetite for this type of thing across the community. And that's when Your Story Pod was born. We've grown a bit since then. We have a website dedicated to it. It's called yourstorypod.com.au check it out. And maybe there's someone in your life who you think should record their story. And what a great Christmas present for that person who's notoriously impossible to buy for. I can't remember being so excited about a project at any stage through my career as I am about your story pod. By sitting down with people and probing them about their life and recording it, packaging the audio nicely, I'm playing a role in securing family memories forever. It's such a powerful and rewarding concept. You might be wondering, how will it sound? Good question. Here's a collection of thoughts and stories from the first handful of interviews I did. This audio is shared with the permission of the people I interviewed. And remember, these are real people, real stories, real lives that have been immortalized for their family to share forever. Enjoy. And remember, if there's someone you care about who should share their story, For your family to keep forever, get in touch and we'll make it happen. Yourstorypod.com.au In the meantime, 
Enjoy this little collection. When your family told you about this, that they wanted you to come along and have a conversation that we'd record and keep forever, what were your thoughts? I thought straight away it was a great idea. I, I, I think that's probably uh, a lasting memory for the family. My father, in the last few years of his life, did something similar, but he committed it to a book. At the end of it all, my thought was, I've had a very interesting and varied life. 81 years old, what do you think when you hear that? What did you think an 81-year-old was well, like I when you were 30? Dream of, I d didn't dream of being 81 years old. I'm actually quite surprised that I'm still here. If you can pinpoint your very first memory oh, as God, a little yes. boy, what do you reckon it is? As a little boy, I can remember standing under an orange tree in Wangarei in the middle of our lawn. My grandfather, my mother's father, I can always remember him making my first cricket bat. I remember that I used to ride my bike to school and then ride home again, and it was quite a long way. But I can also remember my first day I went to school and I wet my pants, I got so excited about it, I had to go home and change <laughs> before I got into class. How do you look back on your mum and dad as parents in your early life? You know, my mother, from looking at it as a child, she was simply a wonderful, caring mother. My favourite day of the week was Sunday, when we were all together and Dad was at home. What was it like growing up with a family of five boys? Must have been rugged at times. Look, it was pretty good. I've got to say my, my oldest brother is uh, my hero. Mum was dedicated to us kids. Be reasonably fair, probably from a pretty young age, I was spoiled rotten. My mum's brother, Uncle Jim, who was younger than her, um, he, he went to war. Uh, he was only 21, and um, unfortunately, he didn't return. Mum took us with her to the train station to see him off when he left. And I remember him leaning out of the railway carriage and we were all waving to him and that, and it was the last time we ever saw him. Tell us, how did we go from writing the occasional letter to uh, getting married? Fill the gap. Well, as soon as, soon as Barb came home, I mean, we obviously realised that, uh, you know, there was uh, quite a bit of chemistry there. And, of course, I was the last one to finish my beer. Judy's boyfriend had buggered off and left her and so we were the last ones left and we sort of walked home together and it just developed from there basically. I proposed I think it was on New Year's Eve to hey, Hang on, you just skipped a whole bunch of steps then. You can't no, skip that many steps. Yes, you can. <laughs> and, and we didn't have children for, you know, nine years. After we got married, we had a hell of a lot of fun with friends and family. I asked her father if we could get married. How, how long had you been seeing each other at this Not point? Not very long at all. So, you know, I'm talking 5th of November to Christmas. Wow. So you were engaged within a few months? Yes. Yeah, great. What did her father say? We met at the Park Avenue Hotel. That was sort of a popular night spot for the young ones. How's married life been for you for near on 50 years. It's been great. 
I'm happier now than I've ever been. Is that a bit like Jan? Is she like her mother? Uh, she, oh, she, I can't. I can't Would possibly answer that. that question. <laughs> yes. In many ways, yes. Tell me about fatherhood and how it's changed you. What have you learned about yourself and about life through being a dad? Oh, I loved it. I didn't see enough of them, of course, because I was, I was wor- working all day. Oh, I think, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, being a father is probably one of the most cherished periods of my life. I loved them from the moment I had them, and I still do. I suppose, like it does with most guys, it um, gives you a want to be a much better provider. I was still travelling, and I used to go away, and, and sometimes it really hurt. I, I came home from one trip, and I, she was still maybe 18 months old, and Beres would bring out the airport to collect me, and as I was walking out, this kid would look at me, and I'd go to grab her, and she'd kind of... Who are you? Who are you? Yeah, that's heartbreaking. And then all of a sudden, she realised. It, it was almost as if something clicked, and she just burst into tears, and you know... Tara spent so much time overseas in the last yeah, well, 10, I, 15 years. I'm inclined to miss her too much. I think she's too far away, but it's her life and she has to live it. And, oh, I can remember Pat studying. I can remember the boys coming round on a Friday night wanting to take him out and he wouldn't go. He'd just sit there and study and study and study. And that sort of made me proud of him doing that. Did it make you feel confident about his future? Always confident of his future. I knew he'd, he was capable of doing anything he wanted to do. What did you learn from him as a dad? <laughs> I think in many ways we're actually probably quite similar in, uh, as fathers, but you don't see it in many ways until you look back. The other thing is the happiness of the kids. Barbara and I have done a reasonable job. How do you remember those days and months and years? You know, they just flew by and you sit back and you look at it and you think, where was I at certain times? I mean, I can honestly say there are times when I'm buggered if I know where I was. All I am happy about is that from what I see is that both the boys are doing something they love. How do you want to be remembered? Well, I hope to be remembered as a decent sort of a guy. I was pretty happy to be among my, my family and my friends. That's basically it. Oh, actually, Dave, I, I've never uh, even contemplated or thought about that type of thing. I've been very, very happy and proud of uh, the achievements of my direct family. I'm proud of myself as a person. I feel I've always done the right thing by people. So you have just turned 70. You look healthy as a 30-year-old. You've got decades ahead of you. What are you going to do? What's the plan now? Well, more of the same. (laughs) The main thing I want to spend my time doing is spend time with my family and watch my grandkids grow and develop and I get great joy and satisfaction out of that. And if I have one regret, it's probably that I would have liked to be more of my own person. There's a lot of things I would like to do still. I've just had a a wonderful ride in my life. 
you've made me put on my thinking cap about a lot of things I haven't thought about for many, many years. That's a nice place to leave it. It's been an absolute pleasure having this conversation with you today. Thank you, David. It's been wonderful talking to you.